The Laura Loves Yoga podcast is about taking our yoga off the mat and into our day-to-day life. As well as sharing lessons from yoga, I'll be shining a light on special guests who care about holistic health and wellness, talking to entrepreneurs who have started businesses that align with their hearts. Join me, be part of this community of like-minded souls. Let's dive in. Hi, this is Laura. Welcome to my podcast. Today I'm chatting with Emma Arms, who runs a business to help people become pain-free. Emma talks about her personal journey and how this led her to set up her own business that helps others reclaim their life. I'm really happy to introduce the lovely Emma Arms. I met Emma when she joined my local yoga class last year, I think it was, last summer probably. And over that time, I began to learn a bit more about Emma and I knew I just had to delve deeper because your story is so interesting and I'm so intrigued to find out more about your business. Emma helps people suffering with pain. And when I say help, what I actually mean is Emma is helping people to live a pain-free life through her business, Emma Arms Pain Therapy, which also has an international reach as well, which is really exciting. So I'm just going to dive straight in and ask you um, how this all started. Do you want to just start from the beginning or whatever feels right for you, Emma? That would be great. Sure, great. Thank you. Well, thank you for inviting me. This is really exciting. (laughs) I'm a little bit nervous too. (laughs) No need, no need. Um, So, well, gosh, where to start? So I was a paramedic. Um, I was a paramedic for 17 years. And unfortunately, after I had my son, I injured my back. And this led to my medical retirement. So suddenly I was stuck at home uh, with a baby on sort of extended maternity leave that then turned into turning into a housewife, which was never really in my plan. And I found that over the next couple of years, I got quite down and depressed and a bit anxious uh, about being stuck in the house and things. So I ended up seeing an advert for a hypnotherapist locally, didn't know anything about it, um, but decided it would be worth a shot. Mm -hmm. And I went to see her and those appointments really transformed my life. Um, got me out of my depression, my anxiety really helped me, but it also um, allowed me to see that I could get a new career still in helping people. I always, I tried to look for more more jobs after I had been retired, but of course everything that I wanted to do involved manual handling, my back injury, uh, it wasn't possible. So um, I was really lost at that time. Um, so one of the things that came up when I was working with this hypnotherapist was actually that this is something that I could do. I could retrain, I could still help people, but I could do it around my son who at this point was at nursery, Mm -hmm. become self-employed, make my own hours. Um, it wasn't years and years of training, um, which I felt I didn't really have time to do because I'm a little bit older now. And yeah, so I got into hypnotherapy initially started my business uh, at the end of 2015 um, and then into 2016 where I proper properly started training uh, trading 
did that for a couple of years, um, helping people with loads of different things. Anxiety was a big one. And because I had personal experience of that, I, I really enjoyed helping people with that. Yeah. Um, but what happened was I actually found, you know how you accidentally find these things? Uh, you sort of come across them yeah. by accident. And I actually saw uh, a video of somebody working on uh, a, a young guy with pain. Mm -hmm. And I suddenly thought, oh my gosh, that's really exciting. Maybe I could get that for my back because it, I still had my back pain. I had had various operations and injections and been to see physios and chiropractors and acupuncture and you know, you name it and I yeah. tried it. Um, so I saw, I saw this video and thought, wow, that looks really interesting. I want to know more about it. And my mum also had pain. So I was interested to, well, maybe I could use it to help her too. Yeah. And so uh, I ended up doing the training course for this. It's called Old Pain to Go. And I ended up doing the training course. And at the same time, I uh, on the training course, what you do is you get volunteers to work on. So when you're training, you actually have a shot of working with somebody in mm -hmm. real time so that you can see how it works. Right. And so I was basically my first volunteer. And the chap who was training me actually did the process on me whilst I was training. Uh, which was amazing because it meant that not only had I learned this new skill to work with but actually sorted my back pain uh -huh. made me realize how it felt as a client going forward um, so that I could share my experience yeah, so good that um, it was it was one of those funny things though a lot I, I tell my clients how um, most people will uh, at the end of the sessions that I work with them uh, they have this sort of wow moment and they have this face where they're like, oh my God, how did that happen? They kind of look at me a bit, are you sure? You know, it's really, it's really funny. They have this sort of look, whereas mine was more of a process. Mine was more of a journey. So I didn't get that instantaneous, oh my God, it's completely gone. I think because okay. mine had been grumbling along at a low level for quite a while, I'm very skeptical and I was quite cynical about it all from a healthy point of view I think yeah I think that sometimes um, coming from a medical background you you know yes. you've got a process and an order and that's maybe perhaps maybe where your brain works and for something like this to come into the mix I can understand yeah. why you'd be a bit skeptical exactly exactly and it's funny because I actually I kind of thought to myself well yeah it feels a bit better I'll see how I am tomorrow yeah and then it was, well, I'll see how next week. And that, you know, there's a lot of kind of, it's hard to get your head around. And it's also very difficult to, to look for something that isn't there anymore. The yeah. absence of something is, you know, everyone knows when they're in pain and how that feels, but when it's not there anymore, and that's something very hard to explain until you've experienced it because people in pain kind of be like, well, of course I would notice that I wasn't in pain, but the absence of some, looking for the absence of something is quite uh, an interesting yeah. thing to do. But what ended up happening was I went on a course, I think it was about a month later, I flew down to London. So I was on a plane, you know, sat for an hour or so, then sat in this course for two days in a strange hotel bed and then back up on the plane. And after I had come back, I suddenly realized gosh, I didn't take any painkillers. I didn't take my special cushion. I didn't take my special belt that I had to wear. I'd forgotten about all of these things. And yeah. that's when I realized I don't have a sore back. <laughs> yeah, I don't need this anymore. Yeah. 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 Wow. 
So that's incredible. And it and it's been absolutely life changing. I mean, that was back in excuse me, May um, 2017. And I have not looked back since I have, I, I, and it's really been, I got my life back. It wasn't just about not having a sore back anymore because people in chronic pain, it's not just about pain, it's about um, how it stops them living. You know, they they're yeah. can't sleep very well, they're irritable. Other people, especially people close to them, don't understand why they're grumpy all the time or why they can't go for that walk or why they can't just do this, that or the other. Mm. It takes a lot of planning, you know, have I got painkillers, have I got this, that or the other. And you don't, you end up saying, well, I can't do this because I've got a bad back, I can't do that, I can't, you know, and it, it really is quite de debilitating. Yeah. Um. So I've, that's, I try and... Um, explain that to my clients now that you know this is not just about pain this is about getting your your whole life back being back to normal you know especially when you've been in the cloud of fog of um you know heavy painkillers and you don't realize that you're not functioning yeah you could get used to it yeah this is this is my new normal exactly exactly and it feels normal until you stop taking the painkillers and get yeah. that clarity so again that's quite very interesting. And can I ask about the stage at which clients come to see you? Are you do you tend to find it's people who are in chronic pain, they're at their wit's end, or is it more people have heard about the possibility and they're maybe coming to get coming to you before it gets to that really unbearable? Yeah, good question. Um, so usually I find that we are the end of the road. People okay. have tried everything um, and they, yeah, they get, they get to the sort of end of the road where they figure, well, one, you know, let's give this a, tran a chance because it can't hurt kind of thing. Mm -hmm. uh, I think because, so just to be clear, this, although I was doing hypnotherapy originally, this is not hypnosis. This is not hypnotherapy. Yeah, tell me a little bit more about about the process if you can without. Yeah, <laughs> so, uh, it's whatever you're comfortable with explaining, really. Sure, sure. So it's 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 a really complicated thing, and even when I speak to clients when they're here, and I sort of say to them afterwards, now do you understand how it's really hard to explain? And they're like, Yeah, I get it. But <laughs> basically, what we do is pain, old pain. So I will not work with anyone unless they have had their pain for at least, we say roughly 12 weeks because that's a good recovery time if somebody's had an injury. Right. That's usually a, a good recovery time. Um, because there is a, a thing between called new pain and old pain. So new pain is um, pain. We have pain for a reason. It's there to warn us about something. And we need pain to protect us. So it's a survival mechanism. You know, if you fall over and you break your arm, you need the pain to tell you to go to hospital to get that mm -hmm. fixed. You need sure. pain um, to warn you of these things. But what I work with is old pain. And that is pain that is no longer necessary, that is not needed. Yeah. But unfortunately, what happens with many people um, who suffer from chronic pain is that it's kind of like a switch. And the switch in their brain has not switched off. Mm -hmm. So they've had this pain probably for a good reason initially they've hurt themselves something's happened but then that switch that that usually should switch off after the issue has healed sure. 
that has not then been switched off. So they end up with this lingering pain and they'll find themselves going back and forward to the doctors, back and forward for scans or yeah. checks or whatever. And usually they get to the point where they're being told, well, there's nothing more we can do for you. We can't really tell what it is. We're not really sure. Maybe it's this, but maybe it's not. And the only um, things left for the medical profession to do is keep giving you painkillers or send you to um, physical therapists to continue to do exercises, which, which sometimes are, are absolutely brilliant and that's what's needed. And sometimes yeah. it, it doesn't make any difference. Yeah. Which is why I think that people come to me at the end of the road because they tried all these things and they realized that, you know, maybe it's a different approach. So basically what I do is I work with your brain, with your mind, because actually what's happening is pain originates from your brain. The mm -hmm. pain is not coming from where you feel it, your sore back, your sore knee, your sore leg. Uh -huh. It's actually coming from your mind. It's not, it is 100% real. Pain is 100% real but it's where it starts, that's the key. And what I do is by working with the clients and talking through and finding out what's going on for them, perhaps in things that they haven't, um, that haven't occurred to them from mm -hmm. past and what have you, sure. we'll find what the reason is that, that your brain is still giving you this emergency message. It's like a, an alarm, a fire alarm constantly going yes. off. So I what we want to do is find out why is that alarm ringing? Yeah. And once we find that out, we can get it to stop. Amazing. Mm -hmm. Amazing. It's, it, it does remind me of all the lessons I've learned through yoga. And mm. I know that we've spoken about this before, mm. um, that we experience a physical pain for more than the obvious reasons you fall and you've hurt yourself. And that your body stores experiences through your life, mm -hmm. whether, you know, maybe trauma of some sort, perhaps, or emotional turmoil, stress, and so on, and how the body holds on to that, and it can then manifest as pain. So, exactly. Yeah, and emotional pain and physical pain have the same neural pathways. So yeah. actually, your body is reacting, could potentially be reacting to an emotional issue, but it's manifested as physical pain. Yeah. Or continued on as a physical pain because your mind has joined two things together, perhaps got a little bit confused, stuck these two things together. But of course the client, all the client sees is, well, I broke my leg. What's that got to do with something that happened to me X amount of time ago? But when we start talking about it and we start looking into it, we realize, ah, well, that's because... Mm -hmm. And actually, it's not it's not a conscious thing that they've done, and it's not something until we bring them to awareness, and we get a lot of light bulb moments, and that's what allows yeah. the client to release things as they suddenly yeah. go, "Ah, oh, that makes total sense." Oh my yeah. god, you know, what a rewarding job! It must just be so lovely to help people in that way. It's just it you is know? the most amazing. Uh, yeah, you come out of your sessions absolutely buzzing because you're just like, wow. Yeah, that, that's just brilliant. And am I right in thinking that you are now teaching other people how to become, would it be a therapist? Is that the right word? A practitioner? Yeah, yeah practitioners. Um, yeah, absolutely. So um, actually, uh, for a couple of years now, I've been working um, teaching as well. 
So there are over, I think we have now 1,200 practitioners all over the world in OPO. And um, there's about eight trainers all over the world. And because I work online, um, I, I've taught people in, in so many different countries, which is really exciting. Uh, and sometimes yeah. I'll do group training where we'll have somebody from America, somebody from Australia, you know. Somebody Isn't from that America. brilliant? I love that. It's so good. <laughs> and this, of course, was all, all before um, sort of the issues that we're having now. Sure. Yeah. Um, but yeah, so... Uh, I teach this course, it's just a one day course, and it means that people can then go and continue to help other people, which is fantastic. And when we're trained, when I train people, we get volunteers to come in. So not only are we, am I training someone, we're working on clients on that day as well. So, and that is always amazing, it's, especially when people bring, sometimes they'll bring in a family member, or a friend or themselves that sometimes they're like me they've got pain as well and that's why they've got the interest in it and so that's fantastic I was going to ask if you found that it's mostly people who have received the treatment themselves that then go on to do this or is it a bit of a mix generally it's a it is a bit of a mix um because the guy who created it Stephen Blake um he lives down south in and in a place called um Ruskington in Lincolnshire he was originally a hypnotherapist and because this kind of started in the hypnotherapy world we did find that there was a lot of hypnotherapists initially trained in it but now we have chiropractors physios doctors I actually trained a GP uh, a couple of months ago, a local GP here. So it's definitely um, becoming more mainstream as more people have heard about it. Wonderful. And I think, um, you know, I do believe it's people who've made it to the other side, like yourself, who've experienced, you know, these life-changing moments that really make the best teachers, therapists, and so on. I really do... Um, to be able to serve people in such an effective way is just such a gift and um yeah it's so exciting if you can talk from the heart you know exactly the feelings that they're going through so i think you can put people at ease straight off the mark can't you when they when they come in to chat about it it's, it's wonderful really authentic so emma how do people find out more about you where how do they get in touch and so on Okay, so uh, best places are my website, which is emmaarms.com. And there's a contact form on there. There's also lots and lots of information. I also have a Facebook page, which is Emma Arms Pain Therapy, um, which I I post on um, semi (laughs) (laughs) But like everybody, you know, um, it's busy at the moment. Yeah. I know. Absolutely. Well, thank you so much. That's just been awesome. Sharing your story, which I know is very personal. Um, I really appreciate it. And I'm sure people listening will appreciate hearing your story too. I'm going to make sure that I put your contact details in the notes for this. And I'll also be making sure you get a mention on all my social media platforms as well. Well, thank thank you so much. Thank you. I really appreciate it. That's been great. I've enjoyed it. Brilliant. Thanks. So that's all folks for this week's show. Thanks for listening. Remember to follow Laura Loves Yoga on Facebook and Instagram. And if you'd like access to my online yoga classes and more, 
please join the private Facebook group, The Laura Loves Yoga Community.